Welcome to Still Growing in Grace, a program dedicated to inspiring joy, giving hope, and delighting in grace. I'm Mike Zenker, and I'll be sharing with you a message of hope that will expand your understanding of God's love and amazing grace. God already deeply loves you, totally accepts you, and really, really likes you. Growing in Grace Ministries Canada and Hope Fellowship, your community church, invites you to enjoy today's program as we dig deeper into what it means to be still growing in grace. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Still Growing in Grace. I'm glad you took time to join me today. It is bright and early. I did start just a few minutes late. I had some weird tech issues uh, getting started, but uh, it looks like it's all working now. Well, today I want to take a look at a topic that is kind of a running theme in this Still Growing in Grace. Um, today is episode 150. Uh, I think we've done almost 200 episodes, but I only started numbering them uh, a while back. And it's kind of exciting to see who has been on, uh, the guests we've had, um, the topics we've covered, and the topics that we still need to cover. There's lots more coming. Um, the last couple of months have been a little bit difficult um, finding um, at least time uh, to process topics, uh, find speakers who are all busy, um, but we're getting there. I think after Christmas, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to a new restart or reset um, as the season kind of winds down. So I, I think everyone's going to kind of check out for the uh, four weeks of Christmas and do their own thing. But uh, this, this topic that I want to kind of uh, discuss today, I think it's really important. Um, I have a hunch that... Uh, um, it's not going to be new to most of you if you're watching because um, people who don't you know, explore faith or uh, wrestle with faith would watch these because it's just it, it doesn't draw their attention. However, I am exposed to a lot of folks who um, are either beginning a journey of questioning what they've been taught uh, or they've been on the journey or they're learning new things that they've never heard before or learned before. Sometimes it can be scary. I know some folks that uh, have had their pendulum swing so far that they've just become bitter, like nasty in some ways, or harsh, unloving, unkind. And I'm thinking that that's not what this should look like. I, something tells me that um, whatever we're learning or unlearning, we need to remain human. And I'm referring, I'm going to refer to Jesus um, who expressed a humanity at the most vulnerable time when he didn't need to. Um, there was a time when uh, Lazarus was sick and uh, when he heard that he stayed another two days, you know, dragging things out. Uh, then Lazarus died and he shows up at the tomb four days after he passed away. And I'm never going to forget this. And I talk about this all the time. I talk about this at funerals constantly because I, to me, this is just still mind-blowing that Jesus shows up and Lazarus is in the tomb and everyone's really weeping. And what does Jesus do? Well, it's, it's probably what he doesn't do that surprises me first, thinking, you know, he's son of God. And so he knows everything. He knows what he's going to do. And <clears throat> th that's another topic, by the way. Did Jesus know everything all the time? No, I don't believe so. I believe the Holy Spirit and his father, Papa, told him 
uh, at different intervals as needed. Need to know. <laughs> Need to know basis. Um, I really think that, um, and there's some evidence for that. However, uh, even if Jesus did know, which I think he did on this one, he knew he was going to raise Lazarus, but he does something profound. And some translations will say that Jesus was angry. And I, I think that may be an inaccurate translation. Uh, all you need to do is explore the Greek words or uh, study the Aramaic but some of our newer translations tend to get it right. Um, it says he grew um, agitated in his spirit. So something emotional got really riled up. And I have a hunch this is where the humanity of Jesus comes out. Instead of telling everybody, look, guys, stop your crying. I got this. Didn't do that. Instead, he wept. And in the weeping... He's not trying to be the leader. He's, he's not trying to be the teacher that everyone looks up to. He's grieving. And even if he's not grieving the same way the others around him are grieving, because there's a sense of hope that he knows he's going to raise Lazarus, he identifies with the pain and loss and anguish of each one that's around him so he weeps it doesn't say i think they saw a tear roll down the side of his cheek it doesn't say that it says he wept and i think in this journey of growing and unlearning this is a great place from which to begin every discussion to not forget your humanity but even more to not forget the humanity of each person you're exposing yourself to in conversation, in, in your debates and dialogues and exploration of faith and the, the poking and prodding on some topics. And not everybody's into that. There really isn't. Sorry, it's just true. Not everybody is into digging deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and finding more meaning in the words and, oh, what's the history of that? Some people just, they just don't give a rip. And some of the rest of you are going, what? But I do. Wait a minute. How can you say that? Ah, let's get back to this humanity for a moment. This pause of gentleness, tenderness is probably more accurate. Jesus' tenderness in this situation, I think it does something to remind our soul to stop rushing. You see, Jesus didn't rush ahead and say, okay, guys, just chill. You can stop your crying now. Okay, let's, let's just get to this because uh, fine. I'm going to spare you some pain and grief here. Let me surprise you. He didn't. He didn't spare them the tears. <laughs> he joined them in the tears. It's very much like Peter. When Peter was about to be put through a major trial, Jesus didn't say, oh, Father, spare this man because you and I are tight and you do me favors. So can you spare him? <laughs> he didn't. He said to Peter or prayed for Peter. He prayed that his faith would be strong through it so that when he comes through this fire, whatever it is, he'll be strong, be able to encourage the fellow disciples. 
Even Jesus in the garden. You know, hey, God, if it's your will that I don't do this, great, I'm in. But he knew it was. And he went through it. So when we're frustrated with others who aren't growing and learning at the same pace or intensity as us, then maybe we need to stop and pause. Be loving to others who see things differently, even when they're opposing topics or opposing opinions. To pause, to pause your argue button, <laughs> to pause your yeah, but what about button and find out what they're going through to pause. I don't know. There's just something powerful about that. The tenderness of Christ in the journey. The, I know this sounds more of a contemplative discussion, and it is. But I'm seeing too much hate among believers. Toxicity that need not be there. And it is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. She is not fueling this tension of toxicity. That's ego. That's flesh. That is not the DNA or thumbprint of God when we're arguing as we do. And it also begs the question of motive. The motive for why we're even arguing. If you're not aware of this yet, <laughs> get ready for a bit of a humbling humble pie because it takes one to know one. Sometimes our motives are more about being right or more right than the other people. Or here's the big one. This, this is the tougher one. <clears throat> Perhaps um, having one up on someone else, knowing more than someone else makes you feel so good because you don't even like yourself. And so you've got to be in the know. You've got to be in the... Um, uh, I'm going to be part of the in-group that knows. And we've seen that in our political system, in our political fighting, at, during all of our COVID fighting, which has been ridiculous on both sides. So even if you get all smug for moments, yeah, they're arguing so much. So are you. And you've had moments of it. I've had my ups and downs on the topics. I've had my ups and downs on political stuff. And we have inappropriately brought up many of these topics or fueled the topics without even taking it to Christ first. Say, hey, do you want me to talk about this? Do you want me to, to share on this or argue with this person? Or do you want me to, listen to this, do you want me to be the Holy Spirit to that person because I can set them straight? <laughs> oh my goodness. No. The Holy Spirit doesn't need your help. Doesn't need my help. If we're going to be on this journey of growing and unlearning, sitting at the feet of Jesus or standing beside Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus and weeping with Jesus, weeping with others, you see, you may not realize that part of this journey comes from pain and trauma in our lives. Not all of it, 
some comes from just pure excitement. Oh, wow, I didn't know this and we love it. But the reason there's such intensity is for some, it's going to be because of great rejection in their lives. Or they have put all their stuff into one basket. All their eggs have been tossed into one basket. And then the basket gets smashed. And so do most of their eggs. And they're at a loss. They're angry. They're bitter. They're actually grieving. But it comes out in harshness and toxicity and brashness and shock statements of this and God's dead and blah, blah, blah. And Bible's not true. And wow. Let's weep first before we give gentle insight perspectives um, Catherine Toon does a really good job of her perspectives Brad Jerzak does a really good job of sharing and being transparently honest Brian Zahn his style <laughs> is unmatched <laughs> I like him and he too he's a good fisherman he can he can really do a good job in um, processing how we're struggling and bringing us to a place where we can contemplate a reasonable response. Peter Hyatt, a personality that is, again, no one's like him either. And he has this unique, emotional, intense, and yet gentle way of sharing the tension and passion of things, of life, and how it bridges, and then he ends every service with a communion time. Hmm. We have much to learn. Then we have Paul Young, a gentle, gentle person who brings peace and hugs to all. <laughs> then we have Baxter Kruger, who has this, well, gentleness again like are you seeing the pattern here there's an incredible gentleness here kenneth tanner i've watched him and really have enjoyed his tone and his insight as he speaks wisdom from a perspective i am not used to we have my friend richard murray and bill thrasher who are on this program all the time and I love their deep contemplative thought. And the beauty of having those two on so often is we get to know who they are. You know, Bill, Bill, man, that guy, he can get intense and deep fast. And it's like, I have to re-listen sometimes to, I got to hear that. that. My brain can't handle that. But man, is it good. And Richard sharing from his heart and honesty Paul Gray, who recently passed away. Man, that guy was walking grace. I miss him already. Big time. But he allowed questions. And I think each of the people I've just mentioned would weep with those who weep. They wouldn't focus on getting an answer or running to the cubbyhole of responses and said, this is my response for this situation. No. So let me encourage you today. 
be gentle with yourself. Why are you fired up? Why am I fired up? And I've had to ask myself this too. Why do I react to certain people's reactions so intensely? Why am I upset about other people's negative reactions? And it's making me be honest too. I like it. I like that it's pushing me back to Jesus. Um, there, uh, Jesus is right there. It's just Jesus. <laughs> I can't give up Jesus. No matter what folks are trying to unlearn and pick apart and even try to infuse doubt, doubt's not a sin. Doubt's okay. Doubt will actually push us towards finding the truth. But when we're at a tomb and people are weeping and there's pain and loss and a crisis all around, they don't need a theology book. They do not need a Bible. They do not need a Bible verse thrown at them to make them feel good because you've just done the opposite. They need someone to weep with them. To experience pain. To know someone can actually listen without judgment. <laughs> That's hard. It requires vulnerability and trust. You can't do that when you're arguing theology. Because then your focus is on your next answer, how to prove them wrong. You're not focused on love, necessarily. Sometimes you can, but I'm, I'm just saying, often the response will be more about being more right rather than being loving. And when it gets too intense, and if you're pursuing love, some of those conversations will end earlier than you think. You need to go out and have a coffee or a beer or a glass of wine together or or not talk to each other because it's just a, not a wise thing right now. <laughs> and it's okay. The journey of growing and unlearning. Find your way today. Pause today. Put your antenna up today. And maybe God will show you somebody who needs you just to come beside them. To weep with them. To celebrate with them or just listen to be quiet with them just look for it if you look for it you just might see it <laughs> all right i think that's it for today I, I i had a whole bunch of stuff i was ready to to share with you but we don't need that today today it's just a gentle morning all right look forward to seeing you next time i uh I hope you're encouraged. I, I'm I'm contemplating everything I'm sharing with you right now. This is real. This is raw. This is not pre-recorded. Um, this is authentic. We'll see you next time. Join me next time on Still Growing in Grace for more good news. Enjoy previous episodes by downloading our podcast at growingingrace.ca. You can also visit hopefellowshipycc.com to find our service times and location. If this show has been an encouragement to you, please consider making a donation today at growingingrace.ca and help us keep spreading this good news. Thank you again for tuning in to Still Growing in Grace.